0: Hello, and welcome to the SENS Review Podcast, hosted by yours truly, DJ O-Dog. Uh, I got a late episode for you today, sorry about that, but I didn't postpone it, so that's a plus. I think I postponed the past two episodes, so hey, there's one done. So, let's start out with some SENS news, shall we? Uh, not much to talk about, but there is, I, f- I feel it's big news. Uh, Bruce Ock of the Ottawa SENS or oh, sorry, not Ottawa Suns, that's the team, obviously. Ottawa Sun, an uh, article talking about how Chris Phillips, former, uh, all, not All-Star, but, you know what I mean, f- former top player for the Ottawa Senators, has the record for the most games played for the organization. Just this past year, had his number four jersey retired. He's been named the new executive director of the newly established Senators Community Foundation. So, for those of you who don't know, the Sens Foundation, which was a charity that, uh, I I I don't know the whole story, but I believe it, uh, the goal was to try and make hockey a bit more affordable and give back to the community. But they had a bit of a falling out with uh, Sens owner Eugene Melnick uh, because of the lack of money going in, and as we found out, of the million dollars, oh, like he, I believe. Uh, The team raised about a million dollars, but only 2,000 of it went to um, uh, the Sens Foundation. So they've uh, separated themselves from the organization uh, in terms of running it, uh, but they've renamed themselves the Senators Community Foundation. So anyways, uh, Chris Phillips will be the new executive director. Uh, Very exciting stuff. Love uh, Philly. He was a good player, and he's done a lot for the community and the team. Uh, all right. Moving on to NHL news. Uh, Minnesota, uh, the Minnesota Wild's defenseman Matt Dumba, New York Rangers goalie Henry Lundqvist, and New Jersey Devils defenseman PK Subban have all been nominated for the King Clang- Clancy Memorial Trophy. Uh, this for those of you who don't know, which uh, about twenty minutes ago, include myself, was uh the trophy was awarded for those who. Uh, best exemplified leadership qualities on and off the ice and made a noteworthy uh, humanitarian contribution to their community. Uh, now, I'll be honest, I don't, I'm don't, i not familiar with uh, what Henry Klundquist or P.K. Subban have done in terms of the humanitarian uh, contribution part, uh, but obviously I do know what Matt Dumba has done. Uh, he's made a huge effort in, uh, or he's been a big contributor in the Black Lives Matter movement uh I think he's been a huge role model and I think he's really gonna help uh move the organi not the organization, sorry, the the league forward and make it a more equal place for our, all involved and try to uh expand its diversity. Uh other than that, uh Montreal coach, if you haven't heard, you probably have, but Montreal head coach uh, Claude Julian was hospitalized the other day after their two one loss to Philadelphia, which we'll talk about. Uh in his hotel room. Uh he had chest pains, so they sent him to the hospital to get tested. Uh as of the time of this recording, which is six oh two PM, uh well, I told you it was late. Uh he's been he's been sent back home now. He's in Montreal, uh resting. Assuming Montreal makes it to the next round, I don't think they will, but if they make it to the next round, uh he won't be playing for the rest of this current round. He won't be here ...for the Philadelphia Flyers series. So, uh, speaking of Montreal and Philadelphia... ...let's talk about uh, their Game 1. Okay, so Game 1 of this series... Uh, ...Philadelphia won 2-1. to one. Uh, They play on Wednesday, August 12th. Uh, in the first period... Uh, Philadelphia gets it start off with Ivan Provorov scoring on the power play. Uh, it was kind of funny because uh, in front of the net, Jakub Voracek raised his hands in celebration. Uh, but in the process, smacked teammate Sean Couturier in the face, <laughs> kind of give him an injury. But whatever. Uh, for most of the first period, the Montreal Canadiens had absolutely zero pressure. Uh, I th- I think it was thirteen minutes in they got their second shot. Uh, so that wasn't too good, but. Carey Price was keeping them in it. Uh, once again, for this, uh, for, not, I will not say playoffs, but for the qualifying round, he did really well as, as well. Uh, but he had good positioning. Uh, Philadelphia had some nice, uh, had a nice passing play uh, and kind of gave their, I, I couldn't see who, which player it was, uh, but he had an, uh, like a odd man chance. Price made the save, uh, but the guy who shot it Crash into him, and Price gave him a few punches. Uh, the announcers were saying how they are su- surprised he didn't get called for anything, but the uh, game moves on. Uh, Carter Hart made some clutch saves in the dying second seconds, and we move on to the second period. Uh, at the beginning of the game, Montreal gets a wraparound chance. Uh, they're showing much better pressure, but nothing yet. And then Price makes a big save out front uh, with a backhand one-timer by Philadelphia, but he stops it. Uh, Claude Giroux hits the post. And then uh, Price made the highlight save of the night. If you haven't seen it by now and you're a hockey fan, you're insane. Uh, Carey Price robbed uh, Lawton with the blade of his stick. He made the save. He looked over. Lawton shot the puck. He dove across and smacked it with the blade of his stick over the net. And then uh, Hart, in the other end, robbed Paul Byron. And then... Shea Weber sends in a bomb from the point, And then there's a bit of a scramble in front and he gets the puck and cleans up the loose change and sends it to the back of the neck. Uh, then Joel Farabi, Fara- 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 that's it, <laughs> scores soon after, uh, off of a rebound. And then Joel Armia gets an odd angle chance, but Hart is tugging the post tightly and nothing gets by him. And then, uh, uh, Hart, I thought in the third period, Hart did an excellent job. Not just third period, but uh, overall, Hart did an excellent job following loose pucks. And I'll be honest, it wasn't until the third period of this Game 1 highlights that I realized Max Domi was in the lineup. In the last episode, I didn't. I said how Max Domi wasn't playing against Pittsburgh. He could have been. I had no idea. I, I didn't see him in any of the highlights. I didn't see any headlines. I thought... He took the opportunity to leave, and I thought he took it. I had no idea until uh, these highlights that Max Domi was playing. It was just because I saw his number on the ice. I was <laughs> I was surprised. I, I didn't hear him at all. Uh, but Flyers take the series lead, 1-0. Uh, at the time of this recording, uh, the, they did play game two. They just finished game two. Uh, Montreal won 5 nothing. We'll talk about it on the next podcast because the highlights aren't up yet. Uh, but so far, as at this point, my prediction's been good. Uh, I I predict Philadelphia going on to the Stanley Cup Finals and winning the Stanley Cup. But anyways, we'll move on to the next one, which is Vancouver versus St. Louis. Uh, I think Vancouver kind of surprised everyone, and uh, won game one, 5-2. to Bo uh, Horvat, a noble player to mention. Um, but right off the bat... Uh, St. Louis, David Perron uh, gets a huge chance, but Markstrom comes up big. Markstrom, I think, uh, really kept uh, Vancouver in this game, and I think St. Louis is going to come back next game. Uh, but Bo Horvat one-times it in the middle of the ice and scores his first of the game and just the first of the game in general. Uh, then just after that, Bo Horvat has another chance. He battled in the corner against two Saint Laurent, uh, not Saint Lawrence. Sorry, Saint, uh, Louis defenseman. Uh, wins the battle and then goes for a backhand out front, but uh, 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 Jordan Binnington saves it. Sorry, I forgot his name. Uh, Markstrom stops Schwartz on a good chance. And then, uh, Oscar Sunquist has a chance in the slot, uh, in the Vancouver zone, but Markstrom comes up big again. And then finally, near the end, uh, David Perron scores a one-timer to tie the game. So two one-timers uh, have been scored. Markstrom, definitely of note of how well he's been playing. And I honestly do think, I know I just said it, but I honestly do think uh, Markstrom kept Vancouver in it this game. Uh, in the second period, uh starts out with Markstrom flashing the leather on Alex Petrangelo. Alex Petrangelo, I believe on the power play, shoots it. Uh, this time he marks him as no one screening him, and he flashes that left glove hand and stops it. And then Pedersen scores, which gives uh, kind of a, a dookie goal. Not dookie, but St. Louis thought they had it. It kind of went past them, and then uh, in one swift motion, Pedersen lifts it past Bennington's shoulder and gives Vancouver the 2-1 lead. And then Schwartz, who's been a noble player for St. Louis, ties the game on a breakaway goal 5-hole. Uh, Skane kind of gives like a backhand, kind of, not left, but I don't know. He somehow manages to squeeze it in. Uh, And then finally in the second period, uh, Pedersen hits the post on a one-timer, which was a nice chance for Vancouver. Going into the third period, uh, Vancouver strips uh, Tarasenko. Like the whole team kind of just, Tarasenko went to dump it. He missed it. Uh, And Troy Stetcher ends up finishing on it. Uh... Sends not a bomb but a nice slap shot right past Bington uh, on the left side. And that's Troy Stetcher's first playoff goal. And uh, he point, he everyone saw he pointed to the sky uh, in honor of his father who passed away in June. Uh, so I think everyone got emotional about that. Definitely emotional goal. Uh, I think we all feel to him there. Uh, but that puts the Canucks up three to two. And then Hovat, sorry, Horvat. Scores a gorgeous goal. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I I was taken aback. I was glad I was sitting down when I saw it. Uh, But he deked around, uh, I think it was Vince Dunn, and Snipes' far left side uh, on the same spot that uh, Stetcher scored. So it looks like Bington needs to work on his, I think it's his blocker side. Uh, But yeah, and then Markstrom makes a huge pad save after he he kind of, I think it's Petrangelo shot it. He stopped it with his left pad, but then the puck went off Alexander Edler who was in front and Markstrom gets his pad out again and makes this be, uh, stop which was a beautiful one and then finally JT Miller scores a power play goal basically an empty net all the defensemen including Bennington, were all on the left side of the net and JT Miller found the open slot on the right side and hits it off the fire post and then beauty so that puts Vancouver up one nothing in this series um I guess I didn't talk. I guess kind of talked about a Montreal and Philly series. I think Philadelphia is going to win that one. I'd rather Montreal, but I think Philly will. And this series, obviously, I want Vancouver to win, but I do think St. Louis will come back. And I do think whether it's in Game Seven overtime, I'm not with my predictions. I don't. I'm just getting into the. uh, I find there's two things that I'm kind of learning as I'm becoming more and more of a hockey fan. That's one. They're kind of my two goals as well. So I'm all over the place, but my two goals, I want to, this year, I want to get more involved with prospects, and just learning more about them, because I, I've, I find, I've, I've kind of reached my cap for NHL players, I want, and even NHL players, but I want to start expanding my knowledge, and start getting into the realm of prospects, and, and starting to build that memory bank, but then also, I want my predictions to become more and more uh, detailed. So, for example, this playoffs, I'm, just, I'm not doing number of games in a series. I'm just doing who I think will win the series. So, for example, I think St. Louis is going to win the series against Vancouver. Next year, I might do I think St. Louis will win in game five. Okay, and then next I'll do game five overtime. Sorry, excuse me. Something like that, but for this year i'm just going to my predictions are just going to be who wins the series and who loses uh, so that's that I think St. Louis is going to move on. I'd rather Vancouver, but I do think St. Louis will come back and then yesterday, Thursday, August thirteenth I believe the only Canadian game was Calgary against Dallas uh for game two uh Calgary won game one, as we talked about in the last podcast, but Dallas won this one five to four uh I think. Uh, I, I think Calgary's goals, uh, were they were good, but I, I think the game, I don't think the score accurately reflects how well Dallas played. I mean, obviously they won, but you don't want to really win five to four games. But I think Dallas definitely dominated this game. They had like at least 10 more shots than Calgary, and I think they'll win the next one. But anyways, uh, Tyler Sagan was playing in this game. He missed game one, but he's in this game. Uh, Dube, who's played amazing for um, Calgary on that. I think it's the third line. Uh, scores a backhand 19 seconds into the game. Uh, and then later on, Alexander Radulov ties it out front. It kind of... Uh, they thought it bounced off Tyler Sagan, but he pointed to Radulov. So, so I mean, that means it's his goal. And then Miro Heiskin gets a breakaway and scores. And his first of the game. He gets... Yeah, that's right. He gets another. And that gives Dallas the 2-1 lead. Uh... Now into the second period, uh, Julius Janmark, I think that's his first name. I don't know, no, Janmark <laughs> gets a backhand chance, uh, but doesn't convert on it. And then Miro Heiskanen gets that second goal of the night. Kind of a weak one. Cam Talbot, as the announcers point out, he's not. he wasn't looking good that game. Um, kind of looking back to his days in Edmonton. Uh, I do think he can turn it on, I think, the next game. I think Dallas will win the next game, but I think Talbot will, will look a lot better as the games go on, but he didn't look good in this one. He let in some weak goals, uh, but then Bennett scored for Calgary, which uh, closed the lead to 3-2 to two for Dallas, and then uh, Corey Perry scores after kind of thwacking at the front of the net. He gets like, he thwacks at the puck maybe uh, three times and then gets in, kind of lifts it over the pad and scores, putting Dallas up 4-2, to two, I believe, at that point. Then hang on the third period, uh, Bishop makes a big save on Mangiapane. Uh, there's a bit of a kerfuffle in front, and then Mangiapane, who wrapped around the net, falls, and it looks like he kind of kicks the puck into the net. And the referees did a review, and to them, that's what it looked like, too. The goal got called back, and in place, Tyler Sagan got a double minor for high sticking. Uh, for those of you who don't know, a double minor is when you get two minor penalties, so a minor penalty is two minutes. So double minor is four minutes. Uh, Tobias Ryder, later on, after the, the power play's over, uh, Tobias Ryder for Calgary, scores shorthanded after Klingberg uh, mishandled the puck at the blue line. And that puts Dallas up 4-3. to three. Um, Bennett ties the game on a power play with, with less than three minutes left. And then Jamie Oleksiak scores... The game winner with 39.2 seconds left and the Stars tie the series 1-1. A thing to note as well, I saw the headlines, but for some reason it wasn't in the highlights. Matthew Kachuk uh, did get injured. He he got bumped around quite a bit and uh, I believe game three is tonight at 10.30. He will not be playing for that. Um, but yeah, at first he got an odd hit by Jamie Ben, and then Later on, he got sandwiched between Jamie Ben. I think it was Alexiak, uh, but he will not be in for game three. So uh, to wrap it up, I'm excited for this segment. So this is going to be a new segment. We're going to ref- go over a refresher of my prediction, m- like my playoff predictions, see where we stand on that, and go over the current standings. So let's get into that. Okay, so I know we talked about it in the last uh, podcast, uh, but we'll talk about it again. My playoff predictions. So, uh, for Vegas and Chicago, it's starting in the West. I think Vegas is going to move on to the second round. Colorado and Arizona, I think Colorado's going to move on. Dallas and Calgary, I think Calgary's going to move on. Although now I'm starting to second guess it. Uh, and then St. Louis versus Vancouver, St. Louis is going to win. So that means... Okay, this is where the prediction comes in. The second round, I expect to see uh, Vegas versus Colorado and Calgary versus St. Louis. Now, I don't think I'll do the predictions for the whole uh, playoffs this episode just because I did it last time. So, I think uh, to keep it short, we'll just go over the next this round and next. So, uh, so, for Vegas and Chicago, I think Vegas is going to win that series. And right now, at the time of this recording, Vegas is up... 2-0 on the series, so so far I'm looking good Colorado versus Arizona I think Colorado's going to move on and Colorado right now is up to nothing, like Vegas on Arizona, so that's 2 for 2 I'm looking good on so far Dallas and Calgary uh, I said Calgary's going to win right now the series is tied 1-1 and I'm starting to second guess it but I want to stay true to my prediction I think Calgary's going to move on right now it's too close to say I guess it depends, too, on when Matthew Kachuk comes in because he's a big player as well, both offensively and when it comes to the body. And then uh, St. Louis and Vancouver. I said St. Louis. Vancouver won this one, but I think it really was on the back of Markstrom, and I think St. Louis is going to come back strong. Um, Now into the east. Philadelphia and Montreal. I think Philadelphia is going to move on. Tampa and Columbus. I think Columbus is going to move on. Washington, New York Islanders, I think Washington's going to move on. And then Boston, Carolina, I think Carolina's going to move on. So, Philadelphia, Montreal, I just said, I think Philadelphia's going to move on, and I dare say win the Stanley Cup. Uh, right now, it's too close to say. Uh, if you looked at Game 1, you would have said Philadelphia as well. Uh, but Game 2 just happened now, which we'll talk about on the next episode. Montreal won uh, 5 nothing. So, I don't know, but too close to say series is tied 1-1 I still think Philadelphia will come back um but yeah series is tied 1-1 uh so far too close to say Tampa and Columbus now right now the series is tied 1-1 but I don't think uh I still don't think Tampa's going to win. I'm confident on that like I said in the last episode Tampa is very much similar to uh, Toronto in their playing style. And the announcers for the uh, uh, Tampa-Columbus games said the same thing the announcers for the Toronto-Columbus games were saying. Columbus is keeping the shots to the outside. Uh, Tampa and um, Toronto just aren't getting in the middle where they need to take their shots. And so they're getting a lot of shots, as we saw in that uh, five-overtime game. Um, but I, I, just, I think Columbus will shut them down. And they came back and won 3-1 to in their game too. So I think Columbus will move on. I'm confident in that. But it's too close to say. Now, Washington versus New York Islanders. This is the series I was most torn on for the first round. I decided Washington was going to move on because I think they've got more depth. Defensively and offensively. Uh, but the New York Islanders won their first game. I mean, they sh- they shut down that offense, so I don't know. It's not looking good, but I want to throw it out there. While I may have picked Washington, I would not be surprised if the New York Islanders move on. I I'd be happy for it. I want uh, Pajot, uh, to get that cup, and I think is Broussard is Broussard on the New York Islanders, or is he still in Colorado? I think he's on the New York Islanders. If he is, I want those boys to get a cup. Uh, and then finally, Boston versus Carolina. I said Carolina without a doubt. Boston looked very sloppy in the round robins. But then Boston came out strong. So, I don't know. The series is tied 1-1. I'm going to stick with Carolina. I don't think Boston will get it done this year. So, uh, that's it for the podcast today. Just I'll just go over it one more time, slower, just so we're all clear. Vegas is ahead of Chicago 2-1. to one. Colorado is ahead of Arizona 2-1. Dallas and Calgary are tied 1-1. Vancouver is up on St. Louis 1-0, and that's for the West. For the East, Philadelphia and Montreal are tied 1-1. Tampa and Columbus are tied 1-1. New York Islanders are up 1-0 on Washington, and Boston and Carolina are tied 1-1. So, like I said... That is it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, You can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Links or the, what is it called? The names will be in the bio. You know them already. Uh, Thanks for listening. And I shall see you guys on Monday.